This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Into the DNBR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code to DNBR to sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Bruto, Blaze, AJ, and the man, the legend. We're, we're the playing sound. the ending really quick. Uh, the show's over. Uh, Evan Rowell, Thanks back for being on, on the Evan. podcast. Bye. I'm back. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Avs win. For once, this felt pretty routine. Yeah. No, no nonsense in the third period that the game like spirals out of control for no reason. Is that good or bad? I mean, the abs weren't sharp tonight. The by no stretch. Yeah. So I mean, it's like it's a routine win against a bad team. Obviously, one goal against on what twenty four shots, twenty five shots. I, I didn't see what the. It was nineteen after the second. I don't 31. know. Thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. Wow, that's, that's, that's pretty good. So. The very end, they they poured a few oh, on there. Yeah. yeah, it was. I think it was at like twenty three or twenty four before those last couple. Yeah, minutes. that's gonna help Kemper out though with oh, the yeah. save percentage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, outside of a a stretch during the early part of the second period, did the Avs play their A game? No. Did they play well enough to win? Yeah, pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, when you're playing your C plus game and you're winning comfortably, it's like okay. Yep. It's easy life. Yeah. I don't uh, know how I don't know how you feel strongly about it. Like you don't love it. You don't you don't love that they're not just waxing these bad teams. But uh, also like You're also winning pretty yeah, casually like out here. You're, yeah. you're just like uh, we were talking about it during the game that like how do you kind of look at this, like analyze this, and it was Buffalo played hard, pretty much start to finish. They played hard, they were engaged. When the abs played hard, they dominated the game. They scored a handful of goals, and that was it. Yep. And then they kind of just geared it down into cruise control and didn't take it very seriously after that, which you don't love. Like, you don't, you don't, it's not a great mindset. It's not a great habit. It's not a great practice. But, like, you have 32 wins in 43 games here. What are we talking about? Like, what? it doesn't matter what your criticism is. It's a nitpick. It, It just looked like a tired team that, just doing enough to get get yeah. a dub, and they know that a break is coming that they desperately need. Yeah, no kidding. That's a great point. I mean, like they're in vacation mode already. They've got oh, two assignments left that they're like, oh man, I don't want to do. In. Yeah, I don't want to do either of these assignments. Yeah, the moment that Bruins game finished, senioritis <laughs> kicked in. They haven't taken any of this seriously. Bednar, Kale, and Kadri looking at McKinnon like this motherfucker doesn't have to go to the All Star game. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Somebody break my nose. Uh, yeah, right, right. I need a week off. Come on. Uh, Evan, what's more impressive from the Avs right now? 10 straight or 18 at home in a row? Uh, 18 at home because this is the goal, right? You're trying to get home ice advantage through the playoffs, and you're trying to, you know, I guess make – I put this on our roundtable the other day. You're trying to, you know, really make home ad- ice advantage a thing, and – the big game they lost last year, game five, at home. Yep. And that came back to burn them. So, you know, I think it's really impressive because at this rate, they look like they're on cruise control to have home ice advantage in the West. So I think that's more important. It's You're you're starting to drift into the territory of uh, the Avs not just winning the West, but potentially running away with the West at this point. I think even with the games in hand Minnesota has, if they win them all, Avs will still be like six points up on them. Um, I don't know where Vegas is at exactly, but you have to be feeling pretty Way good. back. That far back. So it, so it's the Avs to lose basically at this the point. The Avs are already out in front by quite a bit when you consider games in hand and everything else. Sure. Um, and that the Avs just decided literally that they were going to just not lose in a month. So... <laughs> Yeah, the Avs finished January 15 
Oh, and one. <laughs> Thirty. Yeah, we, break it, we break things down in ten game segments, and it's like, all right, well, they went ten and zero. They're literally ten My and zero in their last ten. Uh, Thirty-one of a possible thirty-two points in January. They're uh, Vegas is twelve points back, and the Avs have two games in hand. Oh my God! Okay, just it's to let it's, you guys know how things have been going. It's like when you get to the end of the year at work, and you're like, you know what? I I earned this break. That's what next week feels like for the Avs. That they really it's, they earned it's break they time. earned a break. <laughs> like that they just dominated, and they you know you know take some time off. <laughs> we say this, but we the F still do have Arizona left to go, which yeah. we just decided just now. We're going to be doing a watch along of that. Hopefully, we can get PD on. I know y'all like that, so keep your eyes out for that on Tuesday. Uh, for tonight, oh, what? How do you break down a game like this? How seriously do you take the negatives from this game? Because AJ, you were talking about it. I don't love them. You don't. Of you don't course, love you don't, that, you don't love you, them. But you don't. You don't love that you have a three-one lead in the third period, and you have nearly two minutes of a five-on-three, and you don't just end the game right there. Okay. Avs, Avs didn't have a shot for the first, I think, ten or eleven minutes of the third period. <laughs> so, and they did kill two penalties in that time. So, like, some of that is like they're, you know, they're on the back foot there, but also they were not actively trying to generate offense. Yeah, anyone who bet on Kadri for the over knows that they were not actively trying to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I would have loved to see a little bit more shooting from Kadri <laughs> specifically. <laughs> really, just the one on the five on three when yeah, he had it, he when he was in it. tight yeah. and he tried to pass it across yeah. the landy, and all of us went no. <laughs> After the first period, you're like feeling good about this bet already. Yeah. <laughs> Got two shots on goal, you're humming along, yeah. you're feeling fine. Yeah. Can't win them all. Could I? Sorry, I have it. <laughs> it. They were just sloppy all night, but yeah. you look at the first, what? I don't, I don't even remember when Landis got scored. I think all of us were, like, looking away because it happened so quickly, but they were sloppy. Nachushkin had, like, six turnovers in the last first three minutes of the game, and then, you know, Miko this makes is... a world-class pass to Landis and, oh, they're up one nothing. There it is. Uh, an interesting conversation here, I think, is who was the best forward for the Abs in this hockey game? Logan O'Connor. Oh, I would not disagree. Okay. I, I think that's – he consistently made an impact. He was out there. He was moving his legs. He was flying. I liked what we – I liked what I saw a lot more from LOC. And, like, it just goes to show you, right, that, like, you – just not how hockey works. Like, your best players aren't always the ones that are potting those points for you. Yep. Definitely I mean, true. Miko, Miko Rantanen looked pretty good tonight with the two points. <laughs> I, I do – I did like Miko way more tonight. He was a little bit more engaged in the game. Yeah, I mean that that first the the play that he makes on the first goal is just all all world, all like that's more that's more of what I want to see where he just goes and outworks somebody. He makes a nice play and he makes a world class play to a teammate and sets him up. And then you finally saw the return of the Miko one timer. Yeah, and like Tukarski sucks and he's not even more close. Sure, but but whatever. Like, I don't even know. I mean, on even a good goaltender, like that shot was. Pretty labeled up over a shoulder. Yeah. That's a hard. hard I mean, Tukarski to just it. didn't have a chance no, at it, no. so it's hard to. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm. I'm like, look, Miko. Miko was great in those couple of moments there, and it wasn't like they were free. He made great plays, great finish. Yeah. Uh, but he did take the dumb penalty. Yeah, and they all kind of did, right? Yeah, like, for I mean, sure. Matushkin just randomly smokes a guy with three <laughs> minutes to go in front of the bench, and it was like, bro, why? <laughs> And and Evan Evan made the point right after Nachushkin scores the empty net, like Val Nachushkin plays like shit, and he walks out with two points. Let's let's like, call the Miko. He did, did a Miko. He did yeah. not like <laughs> that. This might be the worst game that we've seen him play process wise. Yeah, it was quite not, a while. It was not pretty. And then he walks out with two points. Where you're like, hey, he's he's had some nights. He's played great. Hasn't gotten, gotten zero. anything. Yeah. Was, he like got, took the penalty and was just like, yeah, we're not losing tonight. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> These Don't guys care. aren't coming back. <laughs> no, I was uncomfortable. I was you, you were the only one that my, was uncomfortable. My thing was is I it wasn't I wasn't worried about the Sabres. I was worried about a puck taking a funny bounce off of somebody's knee and going in. And then then you're susceptible to one one good play, you're, right? You're right, but other against any other organization, maybe, but the Sabers just don't yeah. get those bounces. <laughs> That's just after after an entire month where they don't lose a normal like they don't lose in regulation. Sure, their one loss is the horse shit in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, which they almost threw a parade for when they won that game. <laughs> I remember reading banner, all their... Banner-raising time. I, I read a lot of the stuff from Nashville that night about, oh, what a special team this is, yeah. and this team just has something different about them, and oh, look what they did to Colorado, and it was like, okay. <laughs> Fast forward to right now. Nashville's not even in second in the division anymore. They are. They, they are still. Thanks to 45 games played. Yeah. That's uh, the, they uh, are nine points back, and the Avs have two games in hand. And Minnesota's Minnesota right Minnesota is them. one point yeah, back and has okay. five games in okay, hand. Okay, there you go. Uh, and even then, uh, they, all, they also only have one point on St. Louis, and St. Louis also has a game in hand. So they could be, like, de facto fourth here. Yeah, they're quickly falling to a wild yeah. spot. Could be playing the abs in the first You're round. Right. Like, yeah. Okay, you want to see how special they are? Let's, let's see. Let's find out. Um, yeah, find so, out the hard way. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I just, I, I'm just expecting, I, I'm now on universe watch where something bad is going <laughs> to happen. You know, eventually there's, there's, it's got to happen. Yeah, <laughs> like the pendulum, the pendulum is broken at this point. It's stuck permanently in Colorado's favor. <laughs> Uh, I'm of the opinion that they were more deserving of a loss tonight than they were against the Bruins. So uh, I don't know if I buy that. Ooh, Certainly, I, yeah, the third period against no. the Bruins I think, was I think great. They, they but... played significantly better against Boston than they did, even with those, even with some tough spots in that game. Uh, I thought they were a much more competitive, much better team. Had they played tonight like they did against Boston, this would have been eight to nothing. It was, it was sloppy. Tonight. Buffalo certainly wouldn't have scored the one nonsense goal that they did. That was but a gift from the gods. That really, is that really a fair comparison, though? Because we know this team will play down to, to competition. It's not. Different teams, different opponents, different days, different, you know, whatever. But I I just don't. I didn't, I didn't love their game today. I thought that there were long stretches where Buffalo just took it to them and... I don't disagree with and, that. And great, if it's not for great goaltending from Darcy Kemper, that second period yeah. could have gone way different. Instead of them walking out with a 3-1 lead, they could have been down 3-1 nine minutes into that period. There were large stints of time where you didn't see the other side of the ice. And you're like, this Buffalo team is controlling play right now, which yeah, is like, a little scary to see. But again, they're not generating a lot of you know, dangerous chances in front of the net. Yeah, I... I don't think anyone should come out of this game feeling like the Avs played particularly well, but they played well enough. Yep. And at the end of the day, that's all that counts is you got to play well enough. Avs did. Um, we already talked about the first goal a little bit. Miko, uh, Miko feeling himself on the passes lately oh. after the uh, empty net or the other night where he goes between his own legs. Um, I, I don't know. Evan, uh, how did how did you feel about the top line as a whole? Let's let's start there. We saw it get changed up a little bit throughout the night. Um, yeah. At the end of the game, they were running Kadri up there instead of Nachushkin. The uh, the old beefcakes haven't really been as beefcakey <laughs> as I thought they were going to be. They're really not like you know. There's I figured they would impose their will a lot more than they really have, and you know maybe it is just that these guys are exhausted and they're just using their skill kind of to get by but um top line is i mean landy's producing but his goals last couple games were on power play tonight it was an easy nice feed from branching in but you know i really haven't been super impressed with that top line the last two games which they're just throwing guys to get they're just really kind of right now it, it shows you like where that top line starts like what yep. what separates them isn't there right now for sure yeah and like they are 10 and 2 now without nathan mckinnon yeah. in the lineup and they scored seemingly at will <laughs> yeah i mean they've they've scored 10 goals in two games without him yep so if you hadn't watched the games and you're just breaking it down and you're like all right well they're 10 and 2 without him and yeah. they're still producing points and they're this and they're that and it's just like yeah well they're also really good players but when you watch them at even strength they're not yep it, it, it just has not been the same. Welcome to the live show, Todd. Glad of you to join us on YouTube. Great uh, great opportunity to tell you all to like and subscribe here on YouTube. Uh, do, you that. do that. It helps yeah. us out quite a bit. You get uh, you get to see when we go live and all that stuff, too. So, welcome. I don't know the context of the 10 and 2 exactly, but, you know, when 
these last two games are against Chicago and Arizona. It's like, well, that kind of plays a role. Whereas if it was against, you know, Vegas and you don't have McKinnon, no, I mean, that, a little bit you go back and you look at the games that he missed earlier in the year, and it was like Vancouver and, yeah. you know, like, it not wasn't juggernaut it, teams. It was not yeah. a killer stretch of, it, of, of games, but you're still talking about you take Nathan McKinnon out of your lineup. You know, look where look where the Pens were earlier this year when there was no Sidney Crosby. Yeah, they survived, but yeah. they weren't ten and two. This team is still freakishly talented. Yeah, without no doubt. one of the best players in and the world. And that's that's kind of the point here is that even and yeah, they're against bottom feeders, but it goes to show you their separation between bottom feeders and where they are. You take out Nathan McKinnon, and you still comfortably win a four-one game. That you don't play particularly yeah, well. Yeah, you're not you're not great in it. You're still winning games. You still, you know, you still beat Chicago the other day. And these are teams that are getting up to play. You think Chicago didn't want to take that yeah. game at home and mm-hmm. avoid the se- the season sweep at the hands <laughs> of the Avs? They got one point out of four games against them this year. Okay, uh, chat. Keep your receipts because didn't hit tonight. But when the Avs score two goals in the first period, Breck Brew will buy you your Breck Brew. If you buy a beer, you take your receipt with you. The Avs score two goals in the first period. You go over to BreckBrew.com, show them your receipt. They will cash you back for the beer. So it's that easy. Go get yourself a literal free Breck Brew when the Avs score two goals in the first period. I don't know why you wouldn't do this. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> is is there anything is there a better drink than free beer? I don't hear any I don't hear any no's. <laughs> so I'm gonna take that as a as a no. There is no better drink. Bruno's just looking at me waiting. <laughs> I, you don't even like beer. That's Get what I'm saying. Here. I'm just gonna stay out of it. All right. If you can give for, me anything for free, I'll be like, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm my man. <laughs> That's what I'm talking it's, it's about. True. <laughs> So go get yourself a Breck Brew. If the Avs score two, you get a brew on Breck Brew. Go to breckbrew.com. You can also find them at your local liquor store with the Breck Beer Locator online. If you need some beer money, head on over to DraftKings. Use that DNVR code to sign up for a new account. You get the amazing odds boost every single day. I actually don't know their new one because the, the, the football round just ended. Oh, we got Sexy Rudo on the screen here. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, I, I don't know why, that. but I'm here for it. Uh, yeah. So the the conference championship just ended, but you can bet your ass DraftKings is going to have some massive blowout deal on the Super Bowl that you can win like obscene amounts of money on if you sign up with the DNVR code. Wish, so wish we could have bet on a dude headbutting the other one at the bar today. Yeah, I think we could have got good odds on that, but yeah, you know that would have been awesome. <laughs> Was it a headbutt? Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah. apparently it was. Yeah, that's what started, started the whole thing. That's what started there was it. there was some swinging too. What but. is the point of a headbutt? Nobody's winning with a headbutt. That Do is like, the point. Yeah. To yeah. inflict pain. I may lose, yeah, but you're just, also going to did lose. You, did you see all the blood? Yeah, I that did. Was it, like, that was the point. You're both <laughs> suffering brain damage. Like, I mean, I don't know. In any case, with DraftKings, keep your betting to like actual UFC or <laughs> boxing or something. Not street fights, preferably. Uh, but head on over to DraftKings again. Use that DNVR code. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We kind of beat around the bush here, but let's get to the king of the game. Darcy Kemper, he only gives up the one goal, ends up making 30 saves on the night. Another 960-plus save percentage for him. He also had a couple of gems tonight. Had a couple of those saves that are highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Skinner's reaction on the bench said (laughs) all of it. He was just like, my God, $9 million still does not make me feel better. (laughs) The funny thing about that one, too, is like, you know, Good for Darcy to get his glove out there. If he would have shot it anywhere else on the ice, that was a goal. And he shot it is that, right into his glove. Like I feel like that some of the best saves you see are as much mind games as anything else. Because the goalie's like, big brain, I know you're going upstairs on this one. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's just a natural instinct. Like, yep. You don't ever shoot a puck and be like, I'm going to slide this on the ice, right? <laughs> like, the only time you ever do it is when you're, like, on a breakaway and you're making that kind of a move. To get him to crack the You're not really shooting something. it. You're, like, yeah. guiding it. Yeah. Uh, 
or you're Nikita Kucherov and you're just moving your stick around over top of it and not touching it at all. Uh, but like when you shoot a puck, like you shoot a puck, yeah, like you're shooting it. It's just natural to to try and lift it, uh, and then, you know, it's the same thing with like that Grubauer left pad save. Yeah, where Calgary, he lifts it. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Those guys do that for a reason, because you know that a shooter is just instinct yeah. to just try and shoot over things. Yep. So. And sometimes you end up shooting it right into the glove and being like, my God, that sucks. <laughs> I, I wasn't listening to the comment- commenters at the time, but, like, I would imagine they were talking about timely saves, because I think it was 1-1 at that point. Yeah. Like, I think most like, of the night was spent by the commenters trying to get was, more than one word out yeah. of children. So yeah, I know. I'm used to that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel, I mean, we do have two dads on the show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Forget. If that go, if that goes in, it is it could be a very different game because Buffalo had Definitely. all the momentum at that point. Yeah. It's That's what I'm saying, man. That second period, the Avs could have easily lost the big play moment. Yeah, the game, the the game changing moment. Uh, Darcy Kemper came up with that save and bailed his yeah. poor ass skaters out, and then they put it together just enough to build a lead, and then Darcy locked it down. Like, yeah, <laughs> in theory, this is how it works, right? Like, you go and you get a goalie that will do that when your skaters just aren't very good. He's not also letting in three goals, and you're like, well, this game is just over. <laughs> we lost. Yeah, it's. It's been easy with the Avs goalies for most of this month. It, you know, is the biggest question going into the new year for the Avs, and now it's not a question at all. Yeah. So it's hard not to feel really good about this hockey team. Yes, you can expect them to play better. I don't think they've played their A game maybe twice this whole month. And yet they're getting what they need from every position that they have, right? I think by the end of that Boston, it was an A-. minus. Sure. Well, you have the Boston game. You have the Leafs game. The Leafs game, certainly after they went down early, they played A-plus hockey. You have that Arizona shutout. Mm. Before nothing game where they were never really in danger in that game. (laughs) But beyond that, they're winning a lot of games with B or even C-level games. Yeah, and like you know that there's going to be a stretch of games where your team doesn't play a game. For sure. And... It's always the regular season is always about how do you manage that stretch? Yeah. You know, is it a five and five? Is it six and four? How like how many points do you get out of that stretch? What is it? What does it look like when it's ten and zero? You've done something pretty comical. And there's always games in the year where you you play great and you don't get the results. Hasn't happened to the Avs a ton, especially not in the last two months. But that's just no. How I mean, has it works. happened? To, has it happened at all? <laughs> Since that four, five, and one stretch, where yeah, the lineup was a disaster, yeah. Kemper wasn't very good. I mean, they didn't know who. Since was that in, stretch, like, they've lost five the games. Like, <laughs> and well, in two of them, like the the too many men on ice in yeah, Nashville, yeah. and the other one was the COVID game yeah, that should have right, never happened. Right. So it's like they really haven't had one of those games where you're like, oh my god, this team has played awesome tonight. They're just getting screwed here. Yep. When they've played awesome, it's been over. Like they bury those teams. They find ways. I think that's maybe that's the thing that inspires the most confidence is that their A plus game hasn't been matched by anybody else's A plus game. That's pretty true. It, it's hard to like. Florida came into town and they and beat played them. An, and yeah. played an A game, and it was a great hockey game. wasn't enough. The Leafs they went to Tampa Bay and they played an A game and they got an A game from from the Lightning, and it wasn't enough. They yep. you know, close games, but they found ways in both of those games. Uh, Leafs won same way. Certainly, the first half of that game, the Leafs brought their A game, and then yeah. things kind of fell apart, but. The Avs didn't go away against it's the Cl- same thing. I mean, that's similar as Boston. And, yeah. you know, you, you look at maybe, I would say the one big, I think, disappointing one was the Minnesota game that they just didn't finish in regulation. Sure. Yeah. But also you look at the six bounces it took for Kirill, Kirill Kaprizov mm-hmm. to get the game time goal. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, that was the bounce. Like, that's what you're worried about. Like, that's the freak thing that happens to you. And you survive it. You get through that. Um, and that's that's kind of like the ultimate bottom line of all this is it hasn't mattered how it's happened. It hasn't mattered what position they've been in. It hasn't mattered the adversity that they've faced. They've just kept finding ways to win games. The one exception being they didn't kill the penalty on the too many men that didn't exist. 
uh, I want to, this is something I've been talking about a good bit on the shows and, and in my reviews, but I want to get your guys' thoughts on it too. Blaze, do the Avs defenders have the best sticks in the league? I mean, over the last few games, absolutely they do. They they have caused the other team to basically lose scoring chances because the sticks, at the active sticks in the defensive zone are right now phenomenal. Yeah. I'd, we should really dig into the all three zones stuff during the break yeah. and see what they look like actually defending entries and things like that. Yeah. Because yep. there's not going to be any data on like stick breakups, right? right? <laughs> One to the other, but... And so it's hard to know, are they actually the best? Because, I mean, it, every night it looks like they're better than the other team. But, they're, again, they're not playing a lot of uh, very but, good teams. Well, then just casually tracking it tonight, it felt like every other time down oh, the yeah. ice, there's a stick in How a passing lane. How many times were we, I mean, during the Nuggets postgame show, yeah. if, you, if you listen closely, you could probably hear one of us in the background stick. going, great stick. Stick. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would have thought it was a safe word, man. You weren't here, but we established this with Jesse the other night. The Ev safe word is Makar. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to be choke. No, you say Makar when they choke too hard. I say. Okay, it, it adds up. I understand I understand the safe words, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I think, and there are guys you expect it out of. You know Sam Gerrard has a great stick. You know Devon Tapes has a great stick. Yeah. But you're seeing guys like EJ. Yeah, Eric Johnson, multiple breakups tonight yeah. where, like, I thought Eric Johnson defensively was kind of a mess. I didn't First really period, like a lot of his sure. game at all. And then he has multiple plays or great breakups with the stick of scoring chances. And you're like, this is the conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> Can never just be all good or all bad with you. It's always got to be complicated. This is why they need Byron back to oh, limit man. those guys. Minutes. Stabilize that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it is what it is, but yeah. It, how much better is this defense with it doesn't even have to be Byron any NHL regular defenseman instead of Curtis McDermott on the blue line and, and just load management too you're for right. the, the vets right. back there you not you don't have to play Jack Johnson 18 minutes a night all yeah. of a sudden and it's like oh this isn't so bad but it is what it is um first game after break is lightning yeah i after the break, the Avs have to start playing real hockey teams again. So That's going to be – do the Lightning have a long break before that too? They do. Because they, they all they, start it's, break? it's the exact same break, actually. That's, so I was like, that's, that's a tough one to come <laughs> I back. I only found that out <laughs> watching the uh, – because I watched the Vegas-Tampa Bay game yesterday. There you go. <laughs> it was a fun game. Vegas got credited with one shot on goal in the third period, and it was a dump in from center ice. Nice. Good job, wow. Vegas. Proud yeah. of you. You want to talk about turtling? <laughs> it, was, it was hard to watch, honestly. When when is Eichel actually supposed to be good to go for them? I don't know, but there were there were murmurs it was going to be mid February, and now it's oh it's getting pushed back again, and it's sure. like oh convenient. Yeah. They yeah they really don't want to try and have to make a decision about this cap stuff, so <laughs> they're just going to keep trying to. Well, and then like one of the guys that you thought was on the chopping block was Braden McNabb. Yep, and they he just extended him an extension yeah. today, yeah. so you're just like okay. Guess they're they still just get there. to keep everybody. Yeah, uh, they just yeah, the rules just somehow look. They'll they'll just play with fifteen skaters on purpose. It'll be fine. <laughs> I almost beat the abs last year doing. I that. know that's what I'm that saying. or the front office is getting some Nancy Kerrigan stuff going on here. Dude, I don't. One of the players. I, I just soon. don't understand. Like, uh, why? I feel like I, I feel like the reason you're afraid of Vegas is because Jack Eichel, right? Yeah. Because right now, current version of Vegas, not afraid of that. Gimme him. Yeah. Right now, not afraid. I'm still not, not afraid. Even no, with I'm Eichel not worried there. about him. I'm not worried about it at all. Yeah. I've Are you afraid with with Eichel in? With Eichel, if if no. he's Jack Eichel, yes. If he's like like seventy percent of Jack Eichel, no. Yeah, I'm just not not if not if not with Kadri playing the way that he is. I just not with. I, I just think Colorado's. I, and then I don't know. Is Byram in the lineup? Like there's there <laughs> there's things, question marks right? for sure. But I just I, don't think right Eichel. now head to head. I, I no. I'm not afraid of Vegas. Yeah. I'm to be honest with you. There isn't the, the only thing that I'm afraid of is the Avs underperforming. Yeah, I just there isn't think... a team out west that that scares scares yeah. me from a head-to-head matchup. Yeah, perspective. this this year, it, like for Eichel to come back and become an elite player after sitting for so long, 
not getting those reps, not playing against top. Well, this is the conundrum players. because the longer they hold him out because of the cap stuff, because they're trying to be cute with it, yeah. the less time he has to get back into Jack Eich being Jack Eichel. Yeah. Are, are they really going to burn the first year trying to be cute with the cap? It's <laughs> just to, and then not get who they who they paid for, yeah. and then now they're one year older the next year. Petrangelo and Martinez and all these other guys are just one year deeper into deals. They lose Riley Smith just right off the top. Yeah. Like, I, it's it's an interesting. I don't. I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's so hard to tell anymore though because like you have Kucherov sat out the whole year, comes back and he's didn't look like he missed a beat. You got Frankie. Yeah. I would never have expected him to come back and look as good yeah, after sure. not playing what nineteen months in the NHL. You just. Yeah. These guys are so good now. He's like be, He's yeah. arguably I, better than he ever has I, been. Yeah. Like, these guys are so good now. There's, they keep themselves in shape. Michael's yep. been skating. It's yeah, he was like skating, like, skating. a week after his surgery. He, like, uh, just, yeah. I, I do want to bring this back into the hockey game. I know Buffalo is boring, but. <laughs> and there really isn't, to be honest, there really isn't tons to say that we haven't said about every other game they've played the Correct. last three weeks. Yeah. There are two things unique to this hockey game that I did want to talk about. One. That drawing of Curtis McDermott. <laughs> right, there, were, awesome. there were about 30 unique drawings in this hockey game. Unique interpretations of player of player looks. Some of them were surprisingly good, No, though. I thought they were awesome, dude. This is not going to be like Maddox going on, on the internet <laughs> back in the day. And Maddox, sl- holy slamming shit. Slamming kids' drawings. <laughs> what a pull is that, this, AJ? This is not going to be a thing that happens. <laughs> like three people in the chat even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> Uh, Shout out to those three people. Way to be an OG. Nazem Kadri's goal. The challenge on it sure looked like it was a hand Dude, pass. Dude, it's a hand pass. <laughs> yeah, I'd, be, I'd be pissed if I was the Buffalo coach. <laughs> on, on the other side of this, though, like, is this not the perfect, like, it's not a hand pass. Right. Like, he bops it out of the air, but it's like... Why are we disallowing yeah, this? Why, why? I'm watching this replay, and I watch it like he makes a play, and then there's a stick battle for it, and a guy swats at a puck, and it goes off another guy's ass, and it lands, and a guy shoots it into the net, and I'm like, we're disallowing this <laughs> because a guy just swatted at it out of midair. And, and like, I get that you can't like punch it into the net or whatever, but like, but, if a homeboy can punch a puck out of the air to a teammate, yeah, why and, not? And have it. What's the issue? Why not here? let him? What is the problem? Well, yeah, I mean that's the thing is like, what does it really matter? Like, like if you want goals, this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's like Andrew Shaw when he headbutted in. That, that should have counted. counted, dude. <laughs> should have counted. Should have counted. Because that's awesome. And you're not. It's gonna happen. What once every? I'd never seen it before. Yeah. That was like, that's the only yeah. time I've ever seen it. And it should have counted then. And it should count now. I just like I thought it should have been by by the rules. It probably should have been disallowed today. But by living well, on planet Earth in a world where I live based on logic and reasoning and things that make sense, what's the issue here? So I understand the argument of you don't want players kicking pucks in because they have blades on their feet. Well, they don't have blades in their hands. <laughs> what's going on here? Like, what's the? I, why are we going to disallow that goal? What? What are the statute of limitations on a hand pass in the NHL? Because this was not a hand pass directly to a goal. This was a hand pass to another player who passed it to another player. Yeah, and it hits and it hits an opposing player on the way. way. Yeah, but shouldn't it be blown dead after the hand? Right, the hand. The hand. But is that sure? But they can't. You can't. I don't know if you can. Can you go two passes removed from the goal? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. It was like it was like when uh, yeah, it it was like when the Avs had that goal disallowed against the Blues that they that was should have been onside actually, but but they had cleared the onside that actually got called, and so it was incorrectly ruled. Like it's dumb. They missed the original call, but it eventually leads to a goal, and it's just like uh, I don't know. I'm I just don't. I think it it probably should have been, in and as chat is a no goal, is mentioning here the official ruling was that it was full stop not a hand pass, so I don't know yeah. if they had an angle where like it, does the wrist count as the hand? Right. I mean, what? Are, well, because like a <laughs> goal, a, if a puck goes in off of a guy's hand, it's disallowed. Right. If it goes in off his elbow, it's all good. Yeah. And, you know. You're you're chopping up the human right. body. I at mean, this you point. Know, <laughs> like, yeah. Patrick Bordalo scored scored. 
uh, a goal right off well, his dick that one time. Well, and, and, and you're just like, all right, good cut. The, good that job. should count for two. The Come dumbest on. part to me is... Giving him extension. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. But the dumbest part to me is Andrew Shaw headbutts a puck into the net. It doesn't count. Yeah. Val Nichushkin takes a puck to the face on accident. <laughs> yeah. That one stands. Like, and you're like, it's the same. <laughs> that's so true. It's I didn't even think thing. about that. Like... Now you're trying to define intent of whether he wanted to hit the puck with his head or not. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, like... I did, just, just as an aside, that was my favorite goal reaction. Because, <laughs> yeah, did you just... <laughs> that was back when he was still trying to convince us he didn't speak English. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still convinced that he doesn't. He was just... He he slipped into. You remember? Do you remember in old school when they're at the debate and Will yeah, Ferrell goes into out. that detailed answer? That's what happened in Shushkin in that one presser. He just blacked out, spoke perfect English, and then woke back up and bailed. Uh, the other call, and this is going to be a sticking point for a lot of people. What does it take to get a penalty shot in the NHL? Oh, yeah, so there God. were people who were like. He got a he got an obvious shot on goal, so I think that's why. And it's like, what? That's dumb. He did, he missed the net, I right? Mean, and yeah. it was like it was, we don't know what would have happened without the infraction. Yeah, the clear separation is there. Yep. If that's not clear separation, then clear separation exist. can't exist. Yeah. Because you're talking about clear separation being so clear that the opposing player cannot reach <laughs> them for an infraction. <laughs> what does it take to get a penalty shot here? Also, yeah. Berkey got benched and yeah. demoted for a bit today. Yep. Talk about a guy who needed I didn't really understand shot. it. Well, and I I thought it was a little harsh because yeah. I've I've liked he's been playing most well. of his games. It's not lately. perfect, but he's getting in there. He's there doing the physical some, things. There have been some turnovers that have been a little frustrating, but also he gets demoted and comes flying out of the gate. Yeah. The next time you see him out on the ice, he gets a breakaway, makes a nice play at the start of the third period, like. It worked for him. I don't. I, the, maybe, maybe that was. That's maybe. just it. They're just like, look, this works. This Bednar knows he's got works. a button he can push there. Yeah. Right, and well, he doesn't want to push it too often. He waited for it and waited for it, and like they need more from him. But also, when you go back and you just start looking at it, it's like, wow, if this is your biggest problem, every team would take this. He. Yep. He's just so soft right now. Like yeah. he can still play well and be so soft. And I think it's just a coach saying. I have to have a standard here. We've won 17th straight. Like, it's January. Get it together. Like, I yeah. need you down the stretch. I think that's all it is to I, it. I mean, I'll die on the hill that it's okay to have soft players on your hockey team, but that's a topic for a different day. Well, when you're soft in the defensive zone, and, like, one of his soft plays cost him the goal last game. Sure, yeah. sure. So, And that's you know, where you get building. frustrated that some of the mistakes have been like doozy detrimental and this was yeah. when he got benched was after the Avs had the horrendous start to the second period yeah which he had a couple shifts with the cadre line then so you know maybe there was something we missed where he was just out of it which wouldn't be a big surprise with Berkey because he's not always there he drifts through a lot of like he really like not a lot will happen he'll drift yeah. through a lot of shifts and then when you see him you're like oh yeah right that guy <laughs> yep all right. On the other on the other side, I, I thought Newhook was awesome again. Kid's a beast. Just um, just it's weird the way that the puck seems to follow him around. Yeah. And that's one of those like it factors about a guy that you can't explain, but you're like, there are some guys, you know, like Martin Kout comes up and it just seems like puck he'll just go never through a finds whole game. Him. Yeah. And he doesn't do anything, he doesn't have an opportunity to do anything. You're like, where is this guy? Alex Newhook gets bumped up to a top six, and we're talking about how, oh, it'd be curious to see how he does with skilled players. An active couple, standout every couple time. Points, yeah. A couple points in, in yeah, I think he's got now a point in each game. Correct. Uh, and that's with a disallowed goal and like two close calls today. <laughs> We're just like, the the kid is immediately jumping off the ice to you. Yeah, yep. he's flying around too. Yeah. yeah like all effort. Well, I sat next to a scout earlier in the year who was talking about Cout, like when he was up, and he's like, he's just a nothing player. Like, he doesn't hurt you, but he doesn't really do anything. Whereas like New Hook, you're like, oh, like, you'll go through a whole game, and if Cout's up, like, early season, it's like, he's not hurting, but, like, I don't notice him. Yeah, like, he'll, yep. he'll play eight minutes, and you're just like, oh, wow, those eight minutes happened. Whereas not that hook, different from a Sakura when or whatever. When gets the puck or is near the puck, you're like, oh, I notice him. Yep. So, yeah, and it's just that, a difference. Well, and it was the difference between Newhook and preseason in that first game mm -hmm. where he was just drifting. I mean, it's yeah. the difference between a top six player and a fourth liner. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. where, I mean, it, it's, 
now you look at him and you're just like totally different Alex Newhook. And yep. you wonder, like, how, how can you get that switch to flip in some other guys? Yep, for sure. How can you get it in a Shane Bowers and a Martin Cowd and a, you know, down the road, a Jean-Luc Foodie type of Pick guy? whatever you know? prospect you like, yeah. yeah. To get to, to get the light bulb to come on for that guy because they've tried a lot of stuff. They've given him NHL ice time, They've you know, in Cout's case, just not trying to, like, dunk on the guy here. Just <laughs> was just using it as an example sure, of a sure. guy who's had some quiet games uh, and Newhook gets that opportunity and nothing quiet about it, you know? Never. So I... Maybe Maltsev's the guy they're trying to get that out of more often. So Well, and I, I, another guy that I think, you know, if Burakovsky scores on that breakaway, Maltsev gets an assist. It's his first point. He's been robbed of, like, four points yeah. now in the last few weeks. Yeah. Because um, guys either couldn't finish or penalties happened on plays that he makes. And uh, I, I I don't know. I, I think that Maltsev's getting better and more comfortable and more engaged, and he's starting to understand the difference between being a New Jersey Devil and being a Colorado Avalanche right now. The expectations for the work that you put in every day, very, very different worlds. Uh, and and that level, we're starting to see Maltsev meet more of that level of expectation, and you're starting to see some results out of him. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more that you see, you see with the physicality and the size. Made that great. I was actually just whining about it. Like, <laughs> where are we going to see something? And he makes a great steal and, and almost scores a goal there. Like, you do want to see some production. That has – it just – has to be part of the conversation eventually. All right. Well, if you're tired of people being quiet, maybe you want to get some of that loud. Go get it at Lightshade. They got you covered. Uh, I promise you, I feel like, and I mean this in the least offensive way possible, but I feel like there's a bunch of boomers in chat that only know that you can smoke weed. There's a lot of other ways to consume your weed these days, chat. You can go with Ripple down at Lightshade, which is a fast-acting, dissolvable, clinically proven to hit twice as fast than the leading gummy. I don't know what y'all here is showing me, but... Okay. It's just like a tiny little product. Yeah. <laughs> Super Can't easy, dissolvable. It. You can just take it whenever you need to, drop it, it under your like tongue, salt. do whatever you need. It gets the THC it into your system yep. extremely quickly. A lot of people use it to help them sleep. It works great. Highly recommend you go check it out. Uh, again, Light Shade, 11 different locations in the Denver Metro and Aurora area right now. You can get 25% <laughs> off when you use code DNVR at checkout. You can order online for pickup. I uh, I heard today that Kale and Jesse actually ran into each other at Light Shade today, both trying to get their weed. So Those junkies in this place. <laughs> you know, Degenerates. You know how it'd be. Yeah. True. Degens from upcountry. Right? Yeah, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> it's a little true. Hit up Lightshade. <laughs> go over there right now. And then when you need to take care of your teeth, head on over to Green Mountain Dental Group. Just 15 minutes from downtown. You can get a great job from them. When you get a cleaning, x ray, and exam, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush. So take care of your teeth that way. You take enough weed, you won't even be able to feel your teeth. So great deal either way. That's a different uh, drug, by the way. <laughs> that drug's illegal. That you can't one is do that drug. Illegal. <laughs> or you just haven't taken enough weed yet. Just don't uh, do drugs, kids. Tr- drugs are bad uh, <laughs> unless they're legal and you're of age to make them legal. Uh, but go to Green Mountain Dental Group, get your free Sonic Air toothbrush, and get all your dental needs taken care of. Uh, also, great time to sign up for a DNVR membership right now as we got you. Covered wall to wall with Evan back. We now we're now rocking a, a six person beat kind of at this point. Sort of. It's a it's a five person beat and then Blaze on the pods, I guess. Yeah, I'm well, just here like, to hang out. It's like Blaze comes on the pod. Megan kind of has our minor league Does stuff. Does the prospecty stuff? Yeah, yeah, and like occasional intersections of other things. It's it's pretty well rounded group. We all got our we all got you our don't markets. See my writing. Uh, it as, might be. It as, might be better than mine, Blaze. There's a reason I do video. I, mean, I, do, I do some graphics here and there. It's just a, it's just a big picture. Entire article. <laughs> Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. What do we got for super chats? Ooh, slow night. 
Yeah. I like the game. But there's a big one. So. <laughs> True. So, Sundays. NPJ with the $5. Oh, wow. Welcome back to Evan and continued health for the little one. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Much appreciated. How's she doing? She's good. Yeah. She's, uh, kids are, I mean, you know, kids are resilient, man. They, they bounce back from anything, you know. Yep. I don't know. I don't know how she does it. If I came off surgery, I, I mean, I hurt my ribs the other night. I don't even know how. <laughs> <laughs> I got home from my game and I was hurting. And I don't remember anything happening. So, yeah, kids are freaks. She'll be fine. Degro Hydro, $5. I love the kids broadcast, by yeah. the way. <laughs> we can touch on this just because it was that kind of a night. <laughs> but we were talking about it and, like, from a marketing perspective, from, like, a fan engagement totally. perspective. Totally. This is so cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, yeah. the, the drawings and having them announce everything and then having them in the booth and during intermission. And it really just goes to show you how replaceable all of us truly are. <laughs> I mean, like, people were leaving the bar because they didn't have the commentary on for the football game. And it's like, are you listening to the commentary? It's not. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that it's that important to some people. Yeah. It's, like, it's just, just you're watching the game. It. And if kids like I don't even care if kids are doing the commentary, yeah, straight like, up. it doesn't matter. Sorry, Moj, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, and, and like we've talked about this that like broadcasts yeah. and it's not and that for stuff, us. It's yeah. not catered to people yeah. like us. It's not something that really sells us on a whole lot of stuff. Uh, we don't glean much from it. It's nice. It's nice to know certain things every once in a while. Like who was that? You mm-hmm. know, if, especially if it's the opposing team and you're not sure. Like you will rely on a broadcaster for something like that. But other than that, like they're not. It's not really something that we have a lot of interest in. But I think it's such a cool idea for your community. Yeah. They should do it more often. It's like the. I mean, my kid doesn't like watch football, but I turned on the Nickelodeon broadcast of that game what, oh, was like, yeah. a week or two ago, and she's just like glued to it. It was awesome, dude. Thing, I was having a, it was a weird like blast back to my childhood it's, with yeah, all it's the. Just, the next night They're they need sliming to do everybody <laughs> yeah. all over the field, and I was like, "This is the." If, if this happened when I was a kid, I would have thought it was the coolest thing of all time. Yeah, well, they used to do that on Cartoon Network with like the they had the Cartoon Bowl. I remember, but I was not a big CN dude until too late. So this is why we don't get along. I see. Okay. I mean, it got to like I got to like Dexter's Lab and Courage like near the end of their runs. Well, Dexter's so. Lab era was the peak of Cartoon Network. It's been all downhill from there, but. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I think the next thing they need to do. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. We're, we're, we won't Gravity get into Falls that right now. isn't that good. <laughs> this is a super. Chat. I want to do a <laughs> night where they just don't have anyone. It's just game sound. Oh, I mean, oh, that's of course. We've talked yeah. about this all the time. That's I would the, pay money. So yeah, much. There's, there's a, a ton sound. of hockey fans out there who would just be like, "Sorry, broadcasters, yeah, but just, game sounds, please." I mean, think about just the immersion of it, too. Like, when you go to a game, like, you don't have, like, that's part of it. Like, you don't have the announcers in your ear, but and you can yeah. hear everything. It's so funny. Broadcasters are that important to the experience, but when you go to a game, I mean, yeah. you don't need any of it. How? You just sit and watch the game. Yeah. How cool of a moment would it be to watch live and pick up something like Alex Petrangelo's Oh Boy as it's happening? Yeah. Right. I mean, that was the dream was when we had to go sit through those weird-ass COVID games. Yeah. And then they instead they piped in the Without white noise. Sound, <laughs> and the abs, and the abs, like, insisted. Because there were some teams that stopped yeah. and were like, just let it be it's fine. the sounds. Yeah. And the abs were insistent that they had to have that white noise. Uh, five from Sage Folk saying, this is a super chat. You're correct. It is. <laughs> Thank you. Nailed it. <laughs> Five from Dylan. Hey, Landy, if it's an elbow, then that's not a hand pass, right? Uh, did that clip of Newhook make it onto the Altitude broadcast? It, I don't think so. Again, it, we're, we don't pay too much yeah, attention. Yeah, I don't it. know. There wasn't. But if it's an elbow, then it, it would explain, one, yeah. why it was allowed and why they were so, like, the wording of it was so... It was determined there was no hand pass on the yeah. play. Sure didn't look like an elbow, but <laughs> yeah, there just wasn't. Okay. Didn't the have a great angle. That we sh- yeah. they showed weren't conclusive. Yeah, didn't but have the yeah. NHL has. It was a dark replays. puck going into a dark jersey. Where yeah. you're just like, okay. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the five, Dylan. Three from our moisters. <clears throat> Hands doing the sign of the horns with sparkles around. 
the hell did I, what just happened? <laughs> this is, oh, this must be a new thing since I left. <laughs> so every time I did it once and I've like locked myself into this where if they yeah. send a super sticker, I'll do the like. I told him he had to do super stickers in the vo in a dramatic reading voice. Yeah. Because you don't see the sticker. Um, yeah. yeah. You can't see the like, it's, it des it's describing the, uh, an emoji basically yeah. that this guy put in the chat. Okay. Uh. $5 from anime. Maddox mentioned blowing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would know that anime. I don't, I don't yeah. know that one. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty... It's a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty into baseball there. <laughs> okay. Is it Greg Maddox? Is no. <laughs> it's not Greg Maddox. <laughs> I was like, why is he yelling at kids? Because uh, <laughs> they're not good at drawing. <laughs> Blake Wheeler with five. This is for Evan. I want to know your facial expression when McDermott gets the puck. I know AJ's rudis and blazes, but I need to know yours. <laughs> know how, to, how do I describe? Honey? I think is pretty accurate. <laughs> if it were a super sticker, what would it look like? <laughs> I mean, he has surprised me with some plays over the last, I would say, week and a half or so. I loved him at the end of the game getting ultra aggressive when he knew there was no downside. <laughs> but, I mean, oh my god, one of those pinches he made tonight. <laughs> Bruh. Never well, should he think that that's an okay And the thing. terrifying part is you watch him take a terrible pinch and you look up and the guy covering back is Dylan Sakura and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> you're like, alright, this is about to be an experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we go to the next one, we have to know, Evan. What's your bad food take? Oh yes, my bad food take. Yeah, I don't know. Like like Rudo doesn't like barbecue. Um. Also puts mayo on his burritos. <laughs> All right, pizza throw away. <laughs> yeah, Blaze throws away pizza. <laughs> uh, well, I hate onions. Just all onions in general. I don't know if that's a bad food take, but. It's an aggressive one. Yeah, for, it's, yeah. it's like the base of cooking for, for <laughs> something I, so minor. I hate all. I just the smell, everything. You were wow. eating a burrito with onions on it. I was like, I gotta get the hell out of here. He treats onions the way I do pickles. Shocking! But, uh, I was eating a burrito tonight. I don't know. I, I, I was very picky as a young young man, and one weird thing I used to do is I used to make bagels. I'd toast them. And I just put whipped cream on them. What? <laughs> what? Whipped cream. Whipped cream bagels. Whipped cream bagels? What? <laughs> Chad, that's way worse than any take I've ever had. Come on. It's, that's so much it's worse. It's a miracle I'm not morbidly obese uh, at this no, point. The no barbecue like is not good is the mayo, mayo on burritos is looking great right now compared to that. I mean, most people like whipped cream. Most people like bagels. Why don't you just put them together? What in the world? Is it like a plain bagel? It's a plain bagel with whipped cream So it's not on. like an everything bagel oh that you're just God. like, man, it's an dude, excuse. that's so weird. It's an excuse to put whipped cream on something. So it was your vehicle I don't want to for just whipped, be cream? whipped cream in my mouth. So oh, that's God. the embarrassing part. I feel better if I just put this on something. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I'd, I've done that because now that I'm older, like I'll I'll eat stuff I used to eat as a kid. And I'm like I, I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> as long as it was Cool Whip, I guess that was that paid off. Yeah, that was yeah. that one was worth it. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse and Megan could not yeah, come they up didn't with have good, good takes. No, uh, is that Ali Res? I can't. Or is it all Res? I can't read. Uh, thank you for the five. I know people who always listen to the radio broadcast at games. Which is weird because of the delay. Like yeah. They're, they're calling well, it like seven seconds behind no, what you're seeing. That's a big baseball It's thing, not man. that far behind because they're, they have the, well, some buildings have the in arena thing that you can tune into oh, that's right away. True. But if you're tuning into the actual radio, you're nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the five. It yeah, is a big thing. Radio in people don't even describe the game very well. Like, I'll listen to the radio and it'll just be like, huh, what's happening? Like, yeah. It's one thing I, my Mosher was awesome yeah, on radio. He was, you he was never very had good at painting doubt. a picture. Yeah. You never had any doubt what the third, the, the person three rows behind the Avs bench was wearing. <laughs> you got everything. You got every detail. 
Uh, five from Josh. Thank you very much. Hated seeing the OT loss in the last 10 column of the standings. So glad the remainder of that. It's just 10 0 and 0. The <laughs> reminder of that is gone. Yep. 10 0 and 0. Crazy. Wow. Easy life for Colorado right now. $2 from Ryan. Ranch in oatmeal topped with all. Send what it back. the fuck? <laughs> Refund that $2. Yeah. <laughs> Send that? it back. Use that to go get help, my man. <laughs> Ranch That's fucking disgusting. Oatmeal. What kind of oatmeal? It doesn't Does matter, it matter, bro. <laughs> it might matter. You going to put Cool Whip on it next? Is, that gonna... is it a big difference if it's apple cinnamon versus like plain, like gross ass oatmeal? Could be, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like brains. What in the hell? He could be like, I'm not that much of a freak. It's not going to be apple cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> and an incredibly generous $40 from Justin. Thank you very much. Victory shots. Also glad to see Evan wow. back. Well, until he just heard my food taste. <laughs> yeah, right. Now everybody wants you gone. I think his response was what? $40. That's, that's very much my Gotta do responses. victory shots. Jaeger's always good for me. Yeah, same. same. I don't even know. I don't. I'm probably gonna have heartburn after this. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about whipped cream bagels. <laughs> Dude, that, I'm sorry, but ranch on oatmeal is fucking gross. Yeah, that's. that's is disgusting. it worse than whipped cream? Definitely. Bagels? Yeah, yeah, definitely worse than whipped cream. I can see where you're coming bagels. from. I want some. I want. I want some whipped I cream. I need an avenue for whipped I don't, cream. I, you just gotta have a vehicle for that. I mean, that's like all no, chicken don't. tenders exist for, right? Like you eat chicken tenders, and it's a vehicle for the dipping sauce. You'll just eat <laughs> chicken tenders. I do. No, but I don't. I don't, like, I, don't like, I guess that's another chicken. I don't like chicken. What? Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! Is this for moral reasons or is no, it flavor just, reasons? I did I not don't like chicken. I like fish, beef. I like everything else except chicken. Did not think I was gonna find out I didn't have the worst food takes tonight. Oh, you have bad takes. <laughs> just so you know. You just said you didn't like chicken. You like barbecue. <laughs> oh my god. What? I still like barbecue meats, at least. You just don't like chicken. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> what are we doing out here? Are we going to have to do a pod where we just bring out I'm everybody's get, dish? And I'm then about it's to like, take another vacation. Go on, try. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Sweet. So you missed the part where Evan says he doesn't like chicken. Yeah, that <laughs> happened. Wild. Okay. Yeah. I'm going back to my couch. No onions, no chicken, but you'll eat whipped cream on a bagel. <laughs> I haven't had whipped cream on a bagel in a very long time. <laughs> I actually did this when I was at my peak athlete. Because <laughs> I was playing AAA hockey and junior hockey back then, and I would just, that'd be my way. This of... is some Phil Kessel level <laughs> shit right here. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. my God. Oh. That would be <laughs> awful. Okay. I don't even know what you're screaming. Good lord. I, I what a, chat, how are you feeling? At this point, we're just buying time until these shots show up. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. My bad food take was that I hate pickles and I don't like chocolate. Crazy. I love pickles, and when I was a kid, I used to go in and just take Hershey's syrup and just pour it into my mouth. Well, at least you didn't put on a fucking bagel. <laughs> <laughs> You're at least being honest about it. You might get some nutritional value if you put it on a bagel. Get some sustenance. Good lord. <laughs> no, but like when you're doing that too, like what you were saying, like when you're playing hockey, the calorie intake that yeah. you have to do to keep up, like, you know, I'd like eat, come home, you like eat two bowls of cereal and then eat soup and then have dinner and then go to practice and come back and then eat ice cream and whatever yeah. I get my hands on. I mean, I posted that video or that picture the other day. I saw the Frosties, Frosty ice cream from Wendy's. It's a cereal now. Really? It's a cereal? Yeah, you can buy a cereal that's Frosty and I was like, you know, 15 years ago, I probably were like, hell yeah, I'm taking this home. But now I'm like, hmm, it's probably going to hurt. I'm probably going to be paying for this. I love monstrosities like that. <laughs> like when KFC did that double down. Oh, the double like, down was amazing. The, yeah. the, like the sandwich with like the chicken is the buns. Yeah. And it was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my nightmare. I, I, I love monstrosities. like my nightmare. Chicken on chicken on chicken. Um, there I don't was know. A, I don't there know. was a hockey game tonight, not just bad food takes. Barely. Yeah. This hockey game was kind of like a bad food take. Yeah. Um, yeah, Buffalo is bad. And they have they have a bunch of dudes out with COVID right now. 
There's an argument that this game shouldn't have even been played. But, uh... One thing I'll say is... All the way down, I, I had assume. no faith in Kemper a, a month ago, and I'm starting to gain some faith. Oh, I'm all about oh, for it, man. Sure. For sure. Watched enough of him oh, in Arizona oh, to know that, like, this is... This is good Darcy Kemper, oh, man. Oh, this smells like... Yeah. It's Jaeger. Oh, it's Jaeger. Yeah. I know. Uh, I mean, you I mean, had to be around Jaeger. I, I didn't know anybody still drank Jaeger still. Oh, hockey right. players it's go apparently, hard. Apparently a lot of it got consumed last night at the Goatis. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, we uh, we drank a lot of it. All right. Eric was drinking it like I miss all the fun. as a drink. like just it, it was a highball full of Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do this. What's yep, the drink go? Yep, yep. Hooray, victory shots. Abs win. I'm not doing all that. Do what you got to do. Oh, God. Did that taste a little weird? That wasn't Jaeger. Yeah, that wasn't. What is it? I don't know. It's not that far from Jaeger. But it's not Jaeger. That's PCP. Didn't like it. (laughs) About to have a night. You all right? I didn't like that. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't like that A little different. Okay. Um, new, new rule. Not doing that again. <laughs> they don't have Jaeger. Get something fruity. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we got to bring the Uller back. That stuff was drinkable. That's oh. it. You said Uller. It's this, coming back. What is th- this like lingers. Yeah. yeah. It, it's still just hanging out. Yeah. It's, need, it's still gross. Yeah. Uh, I need a chaser. Is there any whipped cream? Oh, no. <laughs> whipped cream on it. <laughs> All right, you get a chaser, but Evan has to be chicken. AJ's right. got to be care, a pickle. Do we care at all about Arizona in two days? Like, if they if they go out and they lose that game 17 to nothing, do we Dude, Arizona care? just got beat down by this Buffalo team last yeah. night. No. I, genuinely, the outcome of that game does not matter. To I me. think also that was part of my frustration in this game tonight is that they were on a Sega Baba. Yep. And the abs were just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. And... I don't, I, I mean, I just, like, you win. So, again, who cares? But yeah. come on. Like, I, I don't, it's hard to fault a team when they've won 10 games in a row, man. Like, yeah. even if it's they don't well play right. their best. But I don't even know, I, I don't even know what Jesse, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to write in the recap tonight. Fucking, I'm not writing it. <laughs> so, I don't, I'm not writing anything. I don't know what Jesse's going to talk about. Not going to worry about it. It's not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> it's four one too. That's the funny thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that well, was it, the end result. Like of they, a bad it, game. It got 4-1. it got to two one. The review goes their way, and then it's just kind of done from there. Yeah. Like whatever else happens, yeah. it just it was fine. Yep, it was fine. Winning is fine. <clears throat> uh, a two dollar super chat here from Ryan. Ugh. That was my ranch oatmeal mix acting like Jaeger. <laughs> That's what it tastes like. Oh. Jesus. It tastes yeah. like if you tried to turn whiskey into Jaeger. Yeah. That's what it tasted like. Yep. Um, okay. Avs won. It was pretty routine. Yeah. They've won 10 games in a row. They've won 18 in a row at home. They've won yeah, 15 games in January. They have a, they have a top five... Ever. winning streak of all time. Ever. <laughs> they just had the most successful January of all time. Yep. And they just tied the NHL record for most wins and points in any month with, uh, oddly enough, two different Boston and Pittsburgh uh, each had their runs in March. Huh. A year apart. Hmm. Interesting. 2013 and 14. It's weird that it was what? March. I just thought that was like, huh. Okay. Getting hot at the right time, they, yeah. as they say. So we're talking, we're talking like they just wrapped. Like I'm sitting here, like, but like (laughs) they just, they just wrapped up one of the most successful months in NHL history. Literally, ever 31 of 32 possible points they collected. Every single team in the NHL lost ground on them by quite a bit. A point per day team. The Avs got more points <laughs> in this month than Montreal could get in this entire year. Like, yeah, I mean, they had, they had more points in this month than several teams have had. Yeah. They had more wins in this month than five teams have had all year. <laughs> like, it's hard when you're in the moment to, con- to properly appreciate like the gravity of what they accomplished in the month of January. And we always joke about January being the big swoon. December and January. That's where they. Oh, that's where they struggle. Well, nope. hopefully we don't have to hear that again for a while because this is the one of the great months of NHL history. 
It's great. Like you won, they won 15 games in 31 days. They went 15 0 and 1. They did it. They did it with a schedule that had them playing constantly in the second yep. half. Yep. They had three back to backs. Yep. They won. They won the second half of the of two of those back to backs, and their one was the Nashville They're, garbage. Yeah. They, where they they took the L in overtime. Yeah. Right? Like what? You throw all that, and that's just like this is just data. These are fat. Yeah. This isn't an opinion about anything. They just dominated. All right. We're off the hook for saying if the Avs lose to Arizona because Casey's going to be at the game, and he was at their last home loss. So so was Evan. That's why it was a little nerve-wracking having him around again. <laughs> Thank you for the, the game. five, Casey. I wasn't here. Much appreciated. I do like the uh, they lost fewer games than the Broncos this month, and the Broncos played twice. <laughs> Got them. Got them. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> with, when's the last time the Broncos had a win in January? 2015. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get out of here for the yeah. night chat. I mean, what else do you say? That, that, yeah. that... You're done. You're, you're done yeah. at that point. Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate all of y'all a ton. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with a show about hockey. And we will be back Tuesday. With don't, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> with pregame, watch along, and postgame. So be sure to tune in for all that on Tuesday. Uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't. That uh, does a bunch for us. We're actually we're starting to creep up on 18K subs on YouTube. So 17.6. We're getting there. We're getting there. Someday we'll get a play button, and I'm hyped for it. Not for a while, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh yeah, we appreciate all y'all, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.